Good evening. Today we'll be studying the 10th chapter of Hilchot Kiddushin. Uh, this chapter will deal with marriage after a problematic uh, Girushin, when uh, a husband uh, may and sh or should divorce his wife. But Harambam will begin with something that we mentioned uh, a little bit earlier in this treatise uh, in regards to um, some terminology that, again, uh, we mentioned at the beginning of Hilchot Girushin. Hilchot Girushin Perek Yod. Hilchot Girushin, the 10th chapter. Any place that we mentioned in this work, meaning the Mishneh Torah, that uh, we use the expressions of the get being batel or enoget or enah megoreshet, batel minatorah, any um, again, time we used this, the meaning of it is that it is null and void uh, on the authority of the Torah. And the woman is fully an eshet ish and is considered to be completely married to her husband. And if she um, happened to marry while she was in the status, uh, she must leave her second husband and the child born from such a marriage of, again, with the second husband while she was in Ishet Ich, which is um, in Isure Arayot, uh, the child would be a Mamzer, as we mentioned before, and as Be'ezat Hashem will see in Uchot Isure Bi'aperik Tiktvav, the child born out of an Isure Arayot, a forbidden relation with an Arayot, uh, the child is a Mamzer. Rim Ba'ala Kohen, and if her first husband was a Kohen, she does not become forbidden to him as a divorcee. Um, as Be'ezat Hashem will see in a divorcee is typically forbidden to marry a Kohen. And in this case, the woman again is fully an Eshet Ish and is not considered a divorcee. But if a husband tells his wife, you are divorced from me, but are not permitted to everyone. Although in this case, the, the get is not a get, the woman is um, ineligible to marry the Kohen because because Hachamim uh, prohibited her because the Pasuk says that um, they cannot take a woman who was divorced from her husband. And Hachamim interpreted this to mean that even if the woman was divorced from from her husband without being permitted to every other man, she is still prohibited to um, marry a Kohen. And this is um, in the odor of a get where there is no real substantial get, but it is enough for Hahamim to prohibit your, her to her husband. And um, there are some similarities to a get, enough similarities from, in, to a get to prohibit her to marry a Kohen. And again, 
Um, as a result of this, she would be prohibited to marry a Kohen um, from Chachamim. Anytime we mentioned in this work that um, the get is pasul, it is pasul and invalid only from uh, and she is ineligible to marry a Kohen because again, um, she is only it is the get is only defective but from the outset she should not marry a kohen sorry sorry she should not marry someone else but if she did marry someone else she does not need to leave her second husband and the child is valid and not a mamzer and a another get um, a valid, another get that is valid should be written for her, and it should be given to her while she is with her second husband. But if we cannot write her another get, and the husband happened to be pious and divorced her himself, this is praiseworthy, and um, we uh, appreciate this. Um, th- we appreciate this um, gesture on the part of the second husband. Again, presuming she doesn't have any children. But if he does have children, um, he should, because, because of the defective nature of the get, uh, we don't want any um, suspicion of, on uh, in regards to these children. Um, therefore, um, if there are children in the picture, uh, he should not um, divorce her. Because um, if he does, in fact, divorce her, people again would suspect that the children from this woman are mamzerim. Yes. Yes, because again, the suspicion is that um, the children would be mamzerim. Hagima. Anytime we mentioned in this work that she is Safik Megoresh, that it is Safik Gerushin or the women is Safik Megoreshet, Lotinase, she should not marry from the outset, the Imni Set Tetse. And if she did happen to marry, she must leave her second husband, the Habalad, Safik Mamzer, Mipneshu Safik Irva. And the child is a Safik Mamzer because he is, um, it is, uh, we aren't 100% sure, it is in doubt, and it is a Safik. Um, if the um, relationship uh, in which the child was born out of um, was a forbidden relationship or not, because we are still, again, it is a doubt in regards to if she is an ishet ish or not. And whether she was divorced with a get pasul or she was safek megoreshet and the husband wanted uh, to remarry her, she is um, permitted to um, to take her back. And the husband doesn't need to redo the nisuin and or make um, redo the sheva berachot 
or to write a new ketuvah until the gerushin were um, complete and uh, fully valid and effective. Call me Sheniset Beget Batel. Hareza Tsirichat get me Baal Sheni, me Dibrehem, Kedeshelo Yomeru Eshet Ish Yotzeabelo get, Utsricha get me Harishon Latira Lishaaraam, when Israel Shenehem, the Olam Afalpishin of Allah, Bishgaga, Kedeshelo Yomeru Hazir Zegrushato, Ahar Sheniset. Any woman who remarries on the basis of a get that is null and void requires a get from her second husband, but only midrabanan, because people might say that a married woman can leave her husband without a get, and she also requires a get from her first husband in order to become permitted to other men. But uh, she is at the same time forbidden to both of them, because even though she married the second one by mistake, People might say that this guy took back his divorced wife once she was married to someone else. But if one of these two people um, transgressed, violated, and did remarry her, um, he must uh, dismiss her and she has to uh, leave whichever one took her back. If, um, and the same rule applies to a woman who remarried after witnesses testified that her first husband was dead, and then she married someone else, and then her husband um, appeared, whether the husband was normal or if he was... Um, if he was um, deaf-mute, whether she the new husband that she married was um, normal and sound, or if he was um, deaf-mute, that um, with, in regards to them, uh, the uh, marriage is not fully valid, she must leave um, She must leave both of them. Yes, she, she must leave both both people that she, the original husband and the husband, husband newly new husband. and she requires a get from both of them. When al and she is forbidden to return. She is forbidden to marry. Um, she is forbidden to both of them um, forever. If when the first husband um, returns, this and this woman is only um, married to the second guy, or if the get um, is found. Um, is found to be invalid. She is permitted to her first husband and does not require a get from her second husband because 
marriage, again, cannot apply to someone um, who is in Arayot, who is who would be forbidden to them. And there and we also don't suspect that people will say that a married woman may leave her husband without a get. Because her marriage was not fully um, consummated, people would, would say that um, there was a condition in the Kiddushin and the condition was not um, fulfilled. Halacha Zain. Haisha Shiniset. A woman that um, was Nisu'an, was fully married, and then the get, um, we found the get to be invalid, or if her husband came after um, she thought and heard that she that he died. Neither the first or second husband are. Um, have the right to anything she finds, or anything she earns, or uh, the right to annul her vow. And any benefit or dividends that either husband um, enjoyed after they married her um, are not um, reclaimed by the wife or by the bedin, and the husbands get to keep it. And she is not entitled to her ketubah or any of the stipulations or of the ketubah or um, any sustenance required by the ketubah from the husbands. And again, neither one of the husbands. But um, if she was given um, anything of the ketubah or the tena'e ketubah or mezonot, she must uh, return it to either hus whichever husband gave it to her. And anything that deteriorated or perished from her assets, even from Barzel, that um, as we mentioned, Barzel are assets that the value um, is frozen in time, and the husband is required to um, give the value of it if it deteriorated. Back to the wife. We don't take um, the assets um, from either husband. And the child from the second husband is considered to be a mamzer. And if the if the first husband um, had relations with her before she divorced, before the second husband divorced her, the child born from that um, encounter is a mamzer midirabanan. Because midin Torah, this, the first guy is her husband, is fully her husband. Um, and the, and again, midin Torah, the second marriage um, is not effective um, at all, and he is a mamzer midivrehem because it's as if she, uh, for for the purpose for this for yes, Chachamim considered um, her to be to be 
sorry, no. It's as if, because it looks like she's married to the second person, Hamim considered this child to be Imam Zer. And again, the, this is as a result of the first husband um, having relations with uh, the wife while she is um, still, um, while the, first, the second guy didn't give her a, um, a get. If the second husband divorced her and she took the ketubah from him and then um, he had relations with her or we find that the get was invalid and uh, she, uh, we don't take uh, the money um, that she took again the money from the ket- we don't require her to return the money of the ketubah that she took because she took it when she was allowed to take it neither um, the sustenance money that she was given nor from uh, the money of the Ketubah. The same rule applies to the case of two brothers one of whom uh, did kiddushin to a woman and um, left, and um, they heard that he died. And then the second brother um, did yibum with this woman. And then the original um, guy, the original husband, appeared. She must leave both both people, the original husband and the Yabam, and she requires a get from both, and everything said in the previous halachot apply, the previous two halachot, sorry, the previous halacha applies. So too, if he did kiddushin to a woman, and she left to another city, and he heard that she died, and he married her sister, as we um, will see in the um, that um, anyone who marries uh, someone's sister while she is alive uh, is, um, it is, uh, again, it is forbidden, sorry, let me say it the other way around. It is forbidden for a man to marry two sisters while the other is still alive. So again, this individual thought that his wife died, so he went and married her sister. And then he uh, found out and it became known that the original sister that the first uh, original sister and what the first original wife um, did not die um, a get is required uh, from both women and everything said in the previous halacha applies that that um, which we said in the previous halacha was if there was Kiddushin. But if his wife, who was a Nesu'ah, went to a different city, and he heard that the wife, that this woman died, and he married his her, he married her sister. And we, fi- we now know and find that the original wife is alive. The sister... Um, does not require a get from him, and his wife is permitted to um, be with him. 
וכן שאר העריות שנשאן בחזקת היתר ונמצאו ערווה אינן צריכות גט שאין קידושין תופסין בעריות. And so too with any of the עריות that um, were married and with a presumption that they were um, allowed to marry them and then we find that they were in fact not allowed to marry them because it would have been it, it is an ערווה because of new information that um, came. Uh, they do not require a get because as we mentioned before um, anyone who is an arayot is not sub anyone who's an arayot who is considered an erva to someone else um, is not subject to kiddushin from that person so who cares um, in in halachahet in the case that there was Kiddushin, so yes, in, in the woman who was in Arusa or Mikudeshet, in Halachachet, um, who cares if she is Meoreset or um, Nesua? Why is there a difference? Because both of them would be in Arayot, the sister would be in Arayot for him. Shema Yomeru, Tenai Hayaba Erusin Nasa because people might say that there was a condition in the Erusin. And he married the sister um, according to um, the law. Therefore, once the sister um, is dismissed with a get, it necessarily follows that the first uh, woman is forbidden to him so that people won't say that he married the sister of the divorced wife. If the scribe writing the documents made a mistake and gives the get to the husband and he gave the receipt to the wife whereas the other um the, the it should have been done the other way around that he should have given the get to the wife and the receipt to the husband or if um they made a mistake and the husband took the get and she took the receipt and they think that they are fully divorced. And later on, uh, the man, in fact, procures the get, and the get was in the domain of the husband. If the woman was not uh, remarried, she is not considered to be megoreshet. And we reveal the fact that she was not fully divorced. And she must give the get to the, in the presence of the court. And she is only effectively divorced once the get is delivered. But if she was remarried, and the husband procures the get, and the husband says that she is not effectively divorced, and the get 
was in my domain and was never delivered to her. And Shomimlo, the Osra we don't listen to the, the husband um, to um, prohibit her from marrying the new husband. Rather, the presumption is that she is Megoreshet. And the get was simply lost by the woman, and this guy found it, who happened to be her original husband. He has an ulterior motive to prohibit her from being with her second husband. Someone who um, divorces his wife because she had a bad reputation of a suspicion uh, that she is suspected of zenut, and this is without edim, or if she, the woman does a lot of nedarim, prohibiting many things on herself, the court tells this in type of in, this man who the court tells this husband um let it make let it be known no be known to you that um Let her know that this is the reason that you are divorcing her in order um, to um, to punish her. And no, you should know that you may never remarry her um, or ever take her back. And why do why does this husband why is this husband prohibited? Uh, from remarrying this woman. Because we um, we we have we are precaution, we make a precaution because if she marries someone else and she does teshuva and becomes modest uh, in that she doesn't have a bad reputation uh, for Zenut or she is not Peruta Benedarim. The original husband might say, He might say that if I know, would have known that this is her true character and this is how she truly is, I would have never divorced her in the first place. And it's as if we find this individual who divorced on a condition and the condition was not fulfilled. That the get would be um, retroactively um, invalid. The fikach omrimlo. Therefore, the court tells him, "Gemor belibecha legarisha she'en zochazeret lecha leolam." Therefore, the court tells him that you must make up your mind and let her know that this is why you are divorcing her because you can never return to her or take her back again. But if he did take her back, uh, we don't force him to divorce her. Halacha yod dalid. So to someone who divorces his wife because she is an Ailunit, and Ailunit, as we mentioned, is someone, who, a woman who had a defect in her puberty process and can't have children, or um, because uh, while having, or because if a woman 
um, has relations with her husband and she saw blood while they were having relations. And the halakha is that, as we mentioned in Chot Ishud a woman that sees blood uh, three times while having relations in a row, the husband must divorce her. So if, again, if she was an Ailonit or uh, she saw uh, blood while having relations, the husband may not um, take either of these types of women back. Because they might marry someone else. And the Ailonit might be healed uh, and have children. Or the this woman that had the ish, the um, the woman that saw blood while having relations may have been healed. And the husband might say that if I would have known that this was in fact the reality of the situation, that they would have been healed, um, I would never have divorced them. And the get would be invalid. And the children born, if the woman remarried, would be But if the husband violated and took her back, he doesn't need to... Um, send them away or get the, or have them divorced. Shaliyah Shehevi get ve'amar. A shaliyah that brought a get from outside of Israel and says the following, that, that it was written and signed in my presence. This, this shaliyah may not marry the woman uh, whose uh, get he is bringing because we suspect that she caught his eye and this is why he is bringing, he is um, testifying. So to one witness who testified for a woman that her husband um, died and she can now remarry based on his testimony, he himself may not marry her. So too, um, a, um, a sage that declared a woman forbidden to her husband because of her neder, he, the sage himself may not marry her. So to someone accused of having um, relations with his shifha, and then the shifha was um, freed, or you know, or a um, or on a goya that um, and and the goya was. Um, converted, that again, someone who was accused of having relations with a Goya and then the Goya converted, the, this individual may not um, marry marry them. This individual which, um, who was accused of having re relations with them uh, cannot remarry them. Yes, and Chachamim did this. Sorry, in the Halakha, is, Harambam explains in a Teshuvah that the reason for this was to um, make their marriage and living situation easier 
because we don't want the situation to deteriorate if this individual is already accused of having relations with one of these types of women. We don't want the situation to deteriorate. And if, in fact, um, it is legitimate, the rumors are, um, the accusation is legitimate, we don't want this individual um, to live with her um, and be with her while she is a Goya and the situation to deteriorate again. Um, if this individual was already accused of having relations with these women. So to a non-Jew or a servant who had relations with a Jewish woman. Even if the Goy uh, converted or the uh, servant was freed, they may not marry the Jewish woman. And in all these cases, if they violated the halakha and married um, the woman, or the or the yeah, or married or married or got married. Uh, we don't force them to get divorced. If, however, these men were married when any of the events mentioned above occurred, and thereafter their wives died or they were divorced, the divorce resulting from the conflict initiated by the wife herself, the uh, women may at the outset marry um, the, the men that they wished to marry. So too, if the women uh, had gone forth and married other people and then were widowed or divorced, they may at the outset marry the respective men. So too, um, in each case, the woman may marry the son or any other relative of the witness that testified for her. Or the son of the sage that prohibited her from her husband because of the nedarim. Or um, or the man accused or the son of the man that had that was accused of having relations with her, or to any of their relatives. Because an individual doesn't himself violate the halakha or transgress in order for another individual to um, benefit from it. Therefore, the son of any of these people can marry the woman. And a woman may marry one of the witnesses of her divorce or uh, one of the witnesses of her mi'un. Mi'un um, is when a woman, a girl is a ketana, and then she when she grows up, she refuses to marry um, the husband Sorry, no, when she, while she is still a kitana, the woman refuses to marry the individual with whom she was, her father um, set her up with. And the edim uh, testify that this woman um, did in fact refuse to marry while she was a kitana. 
So the win one of the witnesses of the Mi'un or um, one of the um, judges that Halitza was done in their presence, um, we don't... Um, Because again, the, the the suspicion that we mentioned before is yes, we only suspect yes, we only suspect that the individual would marry and cast his eyes um, or caught it or cast his eyes on a woman only in regards to um, when one ed is sufficient, but when we require two edim. Um, we, the suspicion is uh, we don't have the suspicion at all. Rambam tells us that an individual should always avoid being a witness in regards to mi'un because while she because if she gets older she may regret the original mi'un. and someone should be eager to be a witness for halitza because we're someone who is an ed for the halitza. Um, is really helping the women and permitting her uh, to uh, remarry someone else. Someone who divorced his wife and then um, had relations with her in the presence of Edim before she um, married someone else. And again, when we say that she had relations in the presence of Edim, it's not that they actually had relations in the presence of Edim, rather Edim saw them have Yehud, um, which would permit them to have relations. Whether he divorced her while she was Nisua or while she was Meoreset, because of the fact that she was originally his wife and she is under, um, she is now under the presumption that um, the husband took her back. We assume that the husband um, had, when he had relations with her, um, um, did so with the intention of kiddushin, and he did not do it um, for with the intent of zinut. And even e even if people saw him giving her money. Because this is an extremely important rule that Harambam lays out for us, that our presumption is that an individual does not um, have relations with someone, with his wife, sorry, that in someone, that an individual um, does not have relations with his wife um, for the purpose of zinut, um, rather um, because yes, because in this because this individual has the ability to do a be'ilat um, mitzvah. He has a he has the ability to do a um, to have relations in which a mitzvah would come out of it. Therefore, this woman is presumed to be Mikudeshet and fully Mikudeshet, and she now needs 
a second get second get because while he had um, relations with her after he gave her the original get, um, we presume that he did kiddushin with her um, anew. If he had Yehud with her in the presence of Edim, if yes, if again he has Yehud with her in the presence of Edim, provided that these witnesses see it simultaneously, and if she was divorced after marriage, we suspect that. Um, she had um, relations with him, and that the witnesses for their Yehud are the same witnesses um, also um, for the Bi'ah. And as we mentioned, um, anyone who does Kiddushin with Bi'ah does not obviously need the Edim to witness the Bi'ah, rather, you just the edim see them, um, see them go to Yehud, see them be secluded, and then he has relations with her, as we mentioned in Chotik Shud Peregima. Therefore, we, she is she needs a get because of the doubt that came up that again she may have um, yes because she doesn't require a get misafek varehi safek mikudeshet because. And she is Safek Mekudesh because we don't know for a fact if he um, had Bi'ah with her for the purposes of Nisuin or not. But if she was um, divorced while she was in in Arusa, we don't suspect this because um, this because he isn't uh, the husband and wife aren't on intimate terms while she is in Meoreset because they still aren't um, fully married and they don't have um, a full husband and wife relationship until um, she is um, Nesua. Some of the Geonim ruled that any woman who had um, relations in the presence of Edim is required a get. That the presumption is that um, an individual does not have um, relations with someone um, with the presumption of zenut. As we mentioned in Halachayodzain, Harambam um, does not um, rule in the same manner. As we mentioned, just to repeat, Harambam says, the presumption is that an individual um, does not have re relations with his wife um, for be'ilat zinut. Rather, we presume that because he has the ability again to do a mitzvah, um, it is not for be'ilat zinut. So again, halacha yotet. Horum mikhtad ge'onim shekol isha shetiba'ed bifne edim tziri chaget hazaka she'en adam hose be'ilato be'ilat zinut. Ve'higdilu and these same Geonim um, expanded this and added what they believed was um, was true. And ruled that anyone who has um, a son from Egoya, 
who um, is not his son, we suspect for this individual, and she, um, this wife does not do Yibum, because we suspect that he freed this, um, this Goya, and then had relations with her. And there are those who ruled that he for sure um, freed her, and because an individual does not um, have relations again with the intent of zinut. In all of these things, Haramam says that they are very far from the. Um, it's a it's a very far departure um, from how these decisions should have been ruled. And they should not be relied on. Because Hamim only said this presumption of only in regards to a woman that he that husband divorced. Or if he did kiddushin um, on a condition and had relations without explicitly mentioning what his really what his intent was, she had a ishto because she is his wife. And only in regards to his wife, we presume that he does not do um, that he doesn't have relations with her with the intent of zinut. Unless he specific until he specifically says that um, he is doing it with the intent of zinut, or or until he explicitly states that he is um, having relations with this woman on a certain condition. However, in regards to other women, anyone that has um, Relate anyone, um, yes. The presumption is that uh, relations with Azona is for, um, is with the purpose of Zenut until he explicitly states that it is for Kiddushin. And we don't even need to mention in regards to a servant or a Goya that are not subject to Kiddushin that we don't suspect. Um, that it is that he had that he is having relations with them for the purpose of Nisui, of kiddushin. And the child that comes out of them is the is presumed to be a non-Jew or a servant. Until um, we know for sure that his mother was freed or she was um, converted. Someone who is presumed to be an Eshet Ish. Ben Min Hanisuin, Ben Min Hairusin, whether she was an Esua or a Arusa. And there are rumors in the city that she is Megoreshet. Even if the majority or the entirety of the city um, rumors are spread about her, we don't suspect, uh, and we don't, yeah, we don't suspect 
um, anything out of these rumors, and she is kept in her presumption that she is an Ishat Ish. But if um, there Yes, but if she was, um, if there was a room, if there were rumors that she was mikudeshet, and they were given credence by the betin, that she is, um, because of the power of the rumors and the power that we get that the court gives them, she is mikudeshet misafek, as we mentioned in Hilchodishut Periktet. Um, and then again, there were rumors that she was Megoreshet from those original Kiddushin that the rumors made her Megoreshet. She is considered to be Megoreshet because rumors are what um, originally made her Megoreshet, and rumors have the ability to also um, make her Megoreshet. Um, that again, the call. The rumors that prohibited her to other men are um, rumors that prohibited her to be with other men can be annulled by rumors, uh, can be, sorry, canceled out by rumors that say she is megoreshet and permitted to other men. <laughs> a man is prohibited to marry a woman um, with his, if he has the mindset that he will if he ha marries her with intent, that he will divorce her. And she cannot um, sit in his domain and live with him and serve him while his intent is to um, divorce her. And a husband may not divorce his first wife unless he um, sees or finds some type of misconduct or something inappropriate with her that the pasuk says that he has to find something inappropriate about her and then only then can he divorce her and he should not be swift in uh, sending away his first wife but in regards to his second wife if he um, despise her and they didn't get along and um, they were he yeah and he pretty much um, didn't like her and despised her he can send her away more swiftly than he would his first wife a woman who has bad character traits and it is not modest like um, the um, like other um, and most um, Jewish girls. Mitzvah le garesha is a mitzvah to divorce. Shneimar garesh lets veyase madon. The pasuk in Mishlei Perek Bet says, um, "Expel a fool, and evil will also uh, be expelled." Veishashinit garesha mishum peritzud, and a woman who was divorced because she was inappropriate and acted, um, in, and yeah, and acted in an in, in inappropriate way. And with Adam Kasheshi Yisaina a um, good um, and straight individual should not marry this type of, of woman. Because this one who dismissed uh, a wicked woman 
um, um, shit. yeah, because because people, yeah, people will say that um, this one dismissed a wicked woman from his house, and now this second guy um, brought a brought this wicked woman to his house. Someone uh, who his wife became deaf mute may be divorced by uh, a get, and she is fully megoreshet. But if she became mentally incapacitated, he should not divorce her and uh, dismiss her until she becomes healed. Hachamim established this in order to protect this woman. And Hachamim did this in order for her not to be um, free and for um, for um, and for men to take advantage of her um, because this woman cannot really um, hold her own. Rather, the husband should simply um, put her, um, can, should leave her and not divorce her. And the husband should marry a second wife. And he should sustain her and feed her uh, from, uh, the, he should sustain and feed the woman who became mentally incapacitated from her own, um, from her own assets. And we don't, Require the man to um, to do anything else in regards to kesut or ona. Because we can't expect um, an individual um, to live in the same house to live in the same house with someone who is mentally incapacitated and while he is um, still sane. And he is not required to pay for. Um, her medical expenses or to free her but and if this type of individual um, does in fact divorce her and violates what Chachamim said she is and he should, can dismiss her from her house and he is not obligated to um, take care of her and take her um, take her back once again after he dismisses her but Hachamim, again, um, definitely, definitely tried to protect the rights of the women um, in this case and said that an individual cannot um, dismiss his wife who became mentally incapacitated um, until she became healed. Baruch Adonai Amen Amen.